Hey guys, this is Anson from the Barbershop Talk Canada podcast. Hope you guys are having a good week. Eric and I have an exciting announcement to make. Now, here's Eric with some more info. Uh, hey guys, it's me, Eric, from the Barbershop Talk Canada podcast, and we'll be breaking down trades that impacted the Canucks, Raptors, and the other team involved, both positive and negative. So be sure to tune in after the seasons are finished to hear us talk about the most impactful trades in the past and future. Have a good day, and on to the episode. All right, guys, welcome back to the Barbershop Talk Canada podcast. I hope you guys are excited for the new series coming up in the offseason. Um, Eric, what do you think? Uh, hello, I'm Eric. Uh, I love I love the idea of thinking about all the trades and everything that's happening around the past and even the present right now. So hopefully you can go into depth about the trades and what the uh, what the impact of the trades were. I'll be honest, um, I'm pretty excited for the Kawhi one, obviously. That's probably the biggest one. Um, We can't promise you guys, but that will probably be our first episode. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm just really excited. Even smaller trades, right? Because you never know, like uh, like some Canucks trades that led up to 2011 might have led up to other teams' championships as well, right? Like, you never know. So we'll definitely be um, excited to touch on that. And also excited to recap the week of the Raptors and not as excited to recap the week for the Canucks. The Canucks. All right. Let's get started um, with Vancouver. Obviously, some horrible, horrible news. Um, The Brazilian variant has made its way into Vancouver and has affected the Vancouver Canucks and also a lot of people around um, our city as well. Um, Having... uh, We toppled... A thousand cases for a first time not even during the first wave or the second wave we ever went that high this is crazy um restaurants once again closing down (laughs) um it sucks and i mean yeah it's horrible for the canucks as well um in terms of the canucks um it started originally with godette who was taken um off the team for covid protocols and it's gone really bad um, right now, um, as we're recording this, four hours ago, this is these are the Canucks that are on the list. Travis Boyd, Thatcher Demko, Alex Edler, Adam Gaudet, Travis Hamnick, Jace Howarduck, Braden Holtby, Bo Horvat, Quinn Hughes, Zach McEwen, Tyler Mott, Tyler Myers, Antoine Roussel, and Brandon Sutter. Also, at least three members of the coaching staff and... Um, yeah, the Canucks, all their games are canceled, I believe, up until, or postponed, sorry, up until April 6th. Um, Eric, yep. what do you think of this? Uh, it's definitely <coughs> terrible news because even before the COVID thing happened, they were, they were already having their week. Like, there's no games for the week, so they're just practicing, trying to prepare for their game against Calgary, and now they have to wait even longer to play this game. It's definitely restless for the, the players themselves but it's even more restless for the fans that want to watch this team play every day pretty much and it's terrible to see all those players in covid protocol right now and hopefully they get better hopefully they don't hopefully their sickness is not too bad and they can start playing again yeah we wish everyone well on the canucks um everyone who is infected and we wish everyone um a full recovery uh 
it's different for everyone, but this Brazilian variant is supposed to be a little harsher on young people. So, yeah. yeah, let's hope that everyone gets well soon. And we hope to be able to um, recap some Canucks games by next week. All right, let's move on to the Raptors who had to go through their COVID uh, protocols two weeks ago. And they finally, after the trade deadline, kind of settled into themselves. Yep. Some good games at the end of the week. Well, one, one really good game. <laughs> and let, let's just start it off where we where we left off last week. So last week, we recapped that Suns game, which yep. everyone was saying bye to Kyle Lowry. We thought he was gone too. And then the Trailblazers game with Norm, um, we recapped that as well, right? Or no? Uh I don't think we did. No, we didn't, right? Yeah, that was Sunday. We on Saturdays. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, so the Trailblazers game, good game. Um, that was, got to play Norman Powell. Um, he lined <laughs> up on the wrong side of the, for the tip-off. Um, Eric, what'd you kind of think of that? Obviously being like a huge Norm fan. Uh, it's definitely funny. That's for sure. Um, I don't know. He, trying to trying to sneak back onto the Raptors, I feel like. Uh, yeah, but it's kind of sad watching Norm play on the on another team other than the Raptors. And it's only it was like the next game that the Raptors played that they had to play against him again. Yeah, and it absolutely sucks. If you guys are uh, Eric, did you read um Norman Powell's um like letter farewell letter to Toronto? Uh, I like skimmed it a bit, but. Yeah. That's about it. So it's on the Players' Tribune. If any of you guys out there haven't uh, read it yet, I read it in history class and I almost teared up. So um, <laughs> it was really heartfelt goodbye. And Norm really, um, it really showed how much he really cared about Toronto. I yeah. always thought of him as a great player, but I never thought of, I, n- I never would have thought that he had those feelings about the country and about his teammates and, it's a really good read, Eric. Hopefully, you can uh, revisit it. Yeah. And now we're going to touch on more of the Norm trade, but on the other side. So Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood uh, come to the Tampa Bay slash Toronto Raptors, and they play their first game. Not that good, but um, they play their second game against Detroit. Uh, did you see anything yeah. special in that game, especially from Trent Jr. having really that was his first like real game, like with all the sets and everything. He scored fifteen yeah. points, four rebounds, five assists, and two steals. And Kyle Lowry played that game. So, what do you think of that yeah. game? Uh, I think Gary Trent Jr. is trying to is uh, still fitting in with the team, but I think he's definitely gotten better with the whole organization in general. I think he's getting more plays down. Like the Portland game was like three days after like the the trade, so he didn't really get to know how they set up but now no, i was literally like yeah it was, was two days after right yeah it was like two days so he still needed to get used to the team and you can't really blame him for the first game but he's definitely settled in i think in this game against detroit even though the entire team didn't really play all that well also lowry battling that um right foot infection um yeah. kind of a weird injury um hopefully yeah. he's doing well with that i don't know if that's like from playing um yeah i don't know 
or if it's from something off court, but hopefully he's all right and he's able to rejoin the Raptors as um although they have won a game, they definitely do need some help. All yeah. Right. I and I know how Kyle Lowry feels cuz I've had that in the past with the foot infection and it's it's not the it's not the prettiest thing to see, that's for sure. And you and just definitely can't doesn't... play, right? You just can't play. Like you yeah, can't you like, can sweat barely... or like put socks on or stuff, right? You can barely walk or it's good. Like, my foot infection was pretty terrible. It was, like, bubbling all over my things, my toes. So, definitely wasn't pretty. And, yeah, and it's pretty painful to walk as well. So, yeah, let's wish Lowry um, well, and hopefully he's able to come back. Um, those April yep. Fool's jokes were not true that he's sitting out the whole year. Um, <laughs> scared me for one second looking at him, and then I was like, oh, yeah, it's April 1st. Yeah. All right. Against OKC on Wednesday, the Raptors once again lose. But some good things to come out of that game. Gary Trent Jr. scores a game high and a career high 31 points. Um, As you said earlier, with him getting more adjusted to the team, do you think in this OKC game he was really well adjusted? Oh, definitely. He was feeling himself from every single place he was shooting from. Like, his three... Three-point shooting has has been really good. Like the first two games, you could see like he's not hitting his shot as well. But in this game, I thought he was hitting like every everything. Everything was just going down. And uh, speaking of everything going down, we're going to jump into Pascal's birthday game against Woo-hoo. the Golden State Warriors. The Raptors end up yep. winning one thirty to seventy-seven. I believe they scored a hundred points before Golden State scored fifty. Um, uh yep really Maybe only 60. yeah i want to say really only one negative to come out of that game which was the fred van vliet injury um this sucks man the top two point guards both out yeah but i think it does give a bigger role for trent and flynn in a season where really the raptors aren't going anywhere they're pretty much headed to the lottery so i'd love to see more development from the young guys um mm-hmm. Flynn having a career high off the bench and playing 31 minutes, which is tied with Pascal for most in the game. Um, what do you think good. of uh, Malachi's performance? Uh, he definitely looked uh, he looked good out there. He he settled in once he got into the game. He made a few nice moves, preferably the one going baseline and then just putting it up behind him for the layup. That was pretty nice, and overall his game has been pretty, pretty good for most of the season. Um, still, those turnovers are a little bit of turnovers there here and there are not the best, but those are those will get fixed over time as he plays more games. Yeah, I really like Malachi. I actually thought I I remember like talking trash um, about how he was <laughs> like better than Lamelo in the preseason. And he does have potential, um, not as much as Lamella, obviously, but yeah, he, he can be good. And I hope he develops well. I mean, Trent here as well. Those two can develop in the backcourt together, which would be nice. Mm-hmm. All right. So one kind of thing that I want to talk about, I didn't talk with you about this before, but I think we all know um, that the Raptors played well this year. Um, it, well, not this year, but in, in, in the last <laughs> week, 
since since the deadline. They've been okay considering the injuries that they that they've had and having to deal with everything. Um, yep. Do you think that any of this has to do with our backcourt being Drake and the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> never heard of this before. You've never, dude. Drake it's all the... over Instagram though, because you know Fred always really? gets like the Drake comparisons, right? Oh, like he looks sh- like Drake, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gary Trent Jr. looks like the weekend, right? Damn, damn. I, I haven't been on Insta all that much recently, so maybe I've missed it. It's crazy. That was funny. Both, yeah, <laughs> it, it's actually really funny, and they're both Canadian artists too, which is funny. Yeah. Um. And I could see it too. <laughs> I know it's. I don't know. Celebrity lookalikes, right? Yeah. All right. So let's go into our um kind of last little bit here. Uh, let's talk about our player of the week. Eric, go ahead. Uh. Because of that game against the uh, the OKC Thunder, I you think you have to give it to uh, Gary Trent Jr. He's been shooting lights out, like I said, and he's been a, definitely a difference maker on this team. I think the boys play kind of well with him in the lineup. OKC in that fourth quarter was not the best, but like in the Warriors game, you can see that they really dominated pretty much. And his defense was also pretty good as well. And we didn't even talk about how he went plus 53, <laughs> right? It was plus yeah. 53. We didn't even talk about yeah. that against the Warriors, which is crazy. Um, definitely a good player and uh, no mistake on the trade. He's just, he's basically Norm. Yeah. All right. Now... Um, talking about how good Trent is, um, wanted us wanted me to say how bad of a player he has been. Um, we haven't talked about him much on the pod just because he's just been so bad this year. Um, Aaron Baines, he is our bust of the week. Um, yep. Eric, any comments about Baines? Uh, just not getting any points against OKC, even in the paint, is not the best circumstance in the world for you that's all i can say really is just not getting the points or the rebounds yeah i don't think we should waste any more time talking about baines um yeah definitely not what the raptors expected when they signed him in free agency mm-hmm. all right moving on to our play of the week um eric this is you all right well there was a definitely a couple of shots and plays that we thought were good, like the Pascal Siakam buzzer beater. But I thought the uh, the best one was Gary Trent's buzzer beater against the OKC Thunder. In the third quarter, end of the third quarter, he he hit the uh, OKC inbounds the ball, and then Trent Jr. steals it, goes to the corner, and then shoots shoots it buzzer beater, rattles around the rim, and it goes in. That was probably one probably one of the best plays of the week. Although I was a bigger fan of the Pascal one, I kind of disagreed with you a little bit on this, but after watching it, yeah, definitely the Trent one. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's always nice to see um, someone on the Raptors taking a shot and having it roll off the rim and go in. So, <laughs> yeah. Like a specialty. All right. So I guess that wraps it up for this week. Um, 
I hope you guys enjoy our kind of faster process. We're trying to uh, limit our time here and just go for a shorter, more um, enjoyable podcast. So thank you guys for listening this week, and we'll see you guys all next week. Peace.